Good evening, everybody. We are straight off the um, the back of our defeat to Harrogate Town. We're going to be talking about this and the win against Orient, uh, and we'll get any of your thoughts in as well when we're out of Twitter jail. We will keep it like Ben Chapman, short and sweet. Uh, so, you like that, JT Henry? That was good, wasn't uh, it? That's a, that's a who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. You feeling better now after that display? Uh, a little deflated after the previous uh, week's football, but hey ho. We we were. Ho- I'm hoping that Scott might ring in at some point and tell us what's happening because apparently Holloway's going apoplectic currently at the um, Harrogate um, backroom staff. Um, yeah, for for anyone that hung around on the stream after full time, there was um, video footage of Holloway just going mental on the pitch at their back backroom staff member, whoever that was. <laughs> <laughs> he was going absolutely mad at him. That's quite brilliant. I mean, well, we might as well. Scott hopefully might ring in and talk to us about it. We can maybe ask him why he didn't uh, sort of do a, at least a, a step change as well when he interviewed Holloway on Saturday and 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 was seemed to be quite happy with the idea of injecting kids with COVID. Um, <laughs> but uh, maybe not. Um, so initial thoughts, Tom. What would? How are you thinking about the game and how it went? Um, well, I, I, it, it wasn't our best performance, was it? Let's be honest. Um, I thought in the first half, I don't think the, the formation worked for us on this occasion. And uh, we just didn't really get a foot on the ball in midfield. So the ball just kept coming straight back at us. And then going forward, um, we couldn't make anything stick up top probably because we weren't getting a footing in midfield. And so I thought the first five minutes, for example, were completely hectic and we looked under the cosh from the get-go. Yeah, I think so. Um, Henry, you did a bit of um, research on this, didn't you? What were you saying about our front line? I clicked on three different Wikipedia pages to confirm a hunch that I had. And basically, other than the half an hour that Carl Bennett was on the pitch, I think our... Our front five um, had a combined league appearances of about 30, 30 games between the five of them. Um, I think I think that showed in the midfield, especially today compared to Saturday, where I thought the midfield three were absolutely brilliant against Leighton Orient and controlled the game. I thought it was a bit of the opposite today, really. Um, they couldn't get a foot on the ball. They didn't really get any passes together. And I thought... Harrogate's experience and especially experience playing together kind of kind of showed against the the midfield that we that we had in there for most of the game before we changed shape. It was one of the conversations that they were having on on the commentary as well that um, Harrogate pretty much played the same team week in week out. While obviously we've been rotating ours through what is a relatively heavy fixture schedule. Do you think that that's what really sort of showed the men between the boys today or was it the inexperience? Do you think it just added to it, gents? I'll open that up to the field. I want to come in on this one. So okay, I did mate. a bit of research before the game and Good I man. looked back at um, our starting lineups for 
every game we've played so far. So if you take um, the Morecambe game in the League Cup as being game one, and then every game after that just following in that sequence, game one, game two, game three. So games like one, two, um, four which was uh, the first two league games and the two cup games. We changed the squad around a lot and didn't really have much consistency other than in um, the game against Walsall and the game against Salford. Um, nine, I think nine of the players that um, started, um, oh, oh. nine players, the same nine players started those two games. But then in the last four games... So game five, six, seven and eight, which is the games against Bolton, Cheltenham, um, Leighton Orient and Harrogate. We've sort of done that thing that I was talking about in the last podcast where we've had um, one squad. So if you take, say, the even numbers and the odd numbers, we've had one squad for each. So in a game against Bolton and Leighton Orient, we started at the, the exact same 11 and then... Tonight, there was only one change from the Cheltenham game. And if you look at those games sideways, so from game five to game six and game seven to game eight, six of the players started two consecutive games. So six players started Bolton and Cheltenham, the same players. Six players started Leighton or in Harrogate. So that thing that they're saying, oh, yeah, because John Tondo, I think, was saying at the end, at the end, like, you know, maybe our team isn't gelling in that. And, and, okay, they've only had two games together, but playing, you're essentially playing a game a week apart, aren't they? Cheltenham was last Tuesday um, and Har- Harrogate was tonight. Ten players started Cheltenham game that started tonight. Bolton was um, a, a couple of Saturdays ago. Leighton Orient was on Saturday. The same 11 players started those games. They're essentially playing week to week. They're just not having a Tuesday game. If that form continues, I, I would like to think that it might, it might settle down and there might be some sort of consistency there. I, I, I do actually... OK, I read about it in When Saturday Comes and it, it was successful in that example. But I do like the idea that with, with this um, really hectic schedule that we've got coming up, that we are, it seems, on paper, from that very, very small sample size, which I'm, I'm sure Henry, as a, a proper scientist, will love, um, <laughs> that we have got some sort of strategy in place to deal with, with the, the high number of games. I'm going to have to stop you there, Tom. We're going to have to go to Ian McAnally. Scott, you're on. What is happening? What's been happening at BP? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're all good. You see, even better, you sound like in the 90s when on Football Focus and Live Score they used to go to someone at Carlisle. Well, I'm currently, currently driving past the uh, Ryby Square. Uh, and uh, <laughs> so that, that's the latest. Uh, as far as the game goes, um, that was, yeah, it wasn't great, was it? It wasn't a great performance. It was so disjointed and so, and so different to Saturday against Orient. Um, and... And at the end, their bench really knew how to wind Ian Holloway up. An absolute <laughs> treat. But I've been told this a few times. I didn't see the trophy game. And apparently they were the same in that game. Appealing for everything. Um, you know, sh- screaming and shouting, rolling around. And uh, Simon Weaver is one of the nicest guys in football. 
And every time I try and tell people that, people that a lot of people don't believe me. Um, <laughs> but I think Danny Cowley is quite similar as well. Danny Cowley and his brother were quite similar on the bench. They, they were also always screaming in the fourth official's ear and everything. Same as Weaver is a little bit, and his assistant uh, Paul Thurwell. Um, and it, you know, but off the pitch they're absolutely fine. They look, you know, nice guys. Um, and tonight it's just proven. Yeah, again, Holloway was. Gee, you know, at the end there, I'm sure you guys all saw it. And I, I did film it on my phone because I, I thought it might kick off, and it was just. Harrogate just pretty much celebrating in their faces, and um, and it was just little things all the way through the game. I, I openly heard Ian Holloway call them cheats, which you know we've said that's the one word I was always told you're not allowed to call the opposition. Um, but apparently, apparently it's all right in professional football. Um, <laughs> and but yeah, it, and just the experience itself. Honestly, you know a lot of people would have given their right arm to be at the game tonight and I'm absolutely, you know, grateful that I was allowed access just to get a seat. It was uh, it was a very privileged position to be where I was. Um, and it was it was a surreal it was a surreal experience anyway just to be at the game as well as Saturday. But tonight it just didn't feel something didn't click. Gomez didn't imp- impress when he came off the pit not when he came on. Um, I didn't quite see what happened with uh, Edwards. I didn't see his injury but you know he was off within seven minutes. He just seemed um, to slip on the grass. I don't know if you guys saw anything else. Yeah, uh, no, I, shaking their head. I don't know. Um, it looked it looked really innocuous. Um, it was kind of just right. on the edge of the camera shot, and it was like the ball had gone away from him. It wasn't a challenge or anything. He must have just twisted his leg funny or something on the grass. Did you? I mean, oh, man, it was quite a frustrating player, don't you think? Who's that? Uh, Bennett when he came on and then and then got brought off. Yeah, I'll be I'll be honest. I think that's the we'll person. Arsene that... Wenger managing us, blimey! <laughs> <laughs> Bloody first time that's happened since Emmanuel Abue, isn't it? Yeah, I can imagine so. I don't think Town have had anyone. I'd imagine Richard Brody got taken off at some point after coming on. I mean, just because no one likes him. But um, what was did did Holloway get in any trouble? Did the referee have a, a, a word with him, a quiet word in your shell like uh, that sort of thing? No, 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 no. I didn't see anything. Uh, I don't think anything will come of it. It was just, um, and obviously with no crowd, you hear very choice words being said, and you hear all the language under the sun. Um, it, it's really fascinating hearing the interaction between the two benches, hearing how they talk to the fourth official, the linesman. You can hear everything and. Um, sorry, if you can hear a loud noise, it's the classic A180. That's uh, all right. Don't worry about it. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was yeah it was really fascinating from that point of view. You know how what said and he was tr- I, I noticed Holloway towards the end he was trying to get his message through to Virgil Gomez that uh, they were playing three up front, but Gomez just didn't understand him at all, and he just kept playing on the wing still. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he was like. No, no, it's three, Virgil, it's three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest, that probably sums up the night, doesn't it? I, I've, I, what was Holloway? Because obviously you were you commentated on on Orion, so I don't know whether or not that'll be something that um, you've sort of you you were able even to notice when you were in it. But what's Holloway like? Difference between winning and losing? Because I've I've been surprised with how 
very little animation he's had on the on the, the sidelines so far. Obviously, tonight was a, a bit different. Obviously, was it the same at Orient or? Can't read. Yeah, I've noticed he likes. I don't know if he's getting. He just can't be asked to stand up in his old age, but he just sits down a lot now and just sits and uh, and just gesticulates the day more a lot. Um, and it, I think he leaves a lot of the donkey work to Ben Davis, uh, to be honest. And if he's really annoyed, he'll get up and scream. And he'll take. If he's really, really annoyed, he'll take his hat off. And you can see the, the light shine off his ball there. Um, and that's when you know he's really pissed off. Um, but uh, winning, I, was, I don't know if you guys heard his interview. Well, I, I'm pretty sure you did. Uh, after the game on Saturday, the Orient game. And that's my first interaction with Ian Holloway. And to be honest, I didn't expect it to be a, a lecture on uh, herd immunity. Um, but, uh, I wasn't going to mention it, I'll be honest. I was going <laughs> to leave your dignity intact. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's the elephant in the room, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Why, is he trying yeah, to object in that as well? Yeah. <laughs> the, thing is, the thing that made it weird was, I didn't even ask him, so, uh, Ian, bloody COVID, eh? <laughs> <laughs> he just went, I, I think I asked him a question about Owen Winston. And, um, and it was, yeah. But it, it was weird how... Down he was, like, even after winning a last-minute penalty on Saturday at Leighton Orient, and you won 3-2, and I just thought, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's... It just doesn't seem to... Be, I don't know about you, what you guys feel, actually, but it doesn't seem to have the bounce and the dip that he had when he first took over in, like, December, January time. And you guys hearing that as well? What about you? What Henry, Tom, what do you think about that? No, it's, I still think he's, he's... I wouldn't say he's lacking energy. I just... I don't know. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be terrified of interviewing him. To be honest, like he, he just comes across as one of those types of people where he'd just be so unpredictable in terms of reading him. And like, I mean, as we know, listening to his interviews, like they could go anywhere, and he can say sort of just take it on any tangent that he feels like. Um, but he clearly absolutely loves the game of football and he still does. I mean, that, that to me is obvious. Whether, whether or not he's a bit moody in interviews or whatever, but I think the whole COVID situation and not having fans in ground, I think that has really, really affected him just in terms of his general upbeat attitude, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's weird, isn't it, though? Because he's, he's younger than Carlo Ancelotti, which I know why we're... But I, I, I'd imagine Carlo to be a bit younger than him. But um, I, he, he does come across as a grumpy old man to me. But maybe he just reminds me too much of my dad sort of swearing in a, a southwest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom, have you got thoughts on it and, and anything you want to ask Scott as well from his experience being in a COVID ground? I know you like to travel about a bit with different footy grounds. Uh, I, I'm interested to know how we managed to get in. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, that's, a great, it's a... that's a great question. Great question. Um, so basically, I had the radio. Here's, here's a little insider. Uh, I had the I, so I had the radio kit from Saturday, and uh, I came back from London yesterday. And then I had to drive back to Laos to see my mum last night. And then I, and then I thought, I've got to give the radio kit back to John Thunder. Um, and uh, I, so I text Dale, the press officer, and just said, look. I'm going to be outside the ground at seven o'clock. Can I at least like be a ball boy or something? 
it's a bit cheeky to ask, but I thought, sod it, you know, you don't ask, you don't get. And he went, and he just went, yeah, all right, mate. And I just had to fill out a form, and that was it. <laughs> I mean, did you I, I, let fans in? Let fans in. I mean, I'll be, quite, I tell you what, we, there was quite a lot of people get... in. There was quite a lot of people in the ground. There was a lot of people in the pontoon. Um, and I think certain people, uh, I'm not going to name any names, but certain people all of a sudden have uh, job titles and they're being allowed into the ground. Uh, I, I, I got told a funny, a funny one tonight, but I can't repeat it. Okay. Uh, We'll get that can on the get, website. Can we can we get can we get pre- press credentials for the podcast and just have eight of us there? I, I, yeah. I'll be honest. I don't think Day and Fenty will allow us to have <laughs> press, <laughs> press credentials. No, I was very surprised how many people there were in, and, 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 it, and there was still a bit of cheering going on, still a bit of clapping. You know, there was people in the main stands. There were still scouts kicking around. That's uh, what we need the, to do. The subs, the subs bench was still in the main stand. Um, and then Greg Howard, the sports scientist guy, he was he was uh, having kittens because he was telling the, the bench, you've got to sit separately. They're all sat in a huddle. Like, sat oh, next I, to each other. I saw a few of them on their phones, like huddled over, like looking at a meme or two. Yeah, um, Max Wright, um, who else? Sean Scannell, all them lot. They were watching uh, PSG versus Man United <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> on their phones. <laughs> um, so that's, so that's good. So that's the, taking a keen interest in the game. Is, I mean, is the EFL investigation into our COVID sort of health and safety still ongoing? Or, or do I need to edit this bit out? <laughs> I've no idea. Honestly, it's, um, there is a red, there's a red zone inside Blunder Park and it's behind the main stand. You know where the toilets are and everything and it's all decrepit. You're just not allowed around there at all. Uh, the way, the I, I heard toilet. that's where I heard that's where COVID actually originated. The main stand toilets, probably one of our burgers. <laughs> I'll, I'll be entirely honest. I'm not surprised. Like it would, yeah. It's just I, I assume the red area was anywhere near Harrogate's um, box. I'll be entirely honest tonight because we didn't certainly go near it. Um, that was a good one. That one. Apart, apart from the apart from the one bit of quality from Tilly, which was literally the only bit of quality in the entire game, really. Do you think we were certainly? It certainly felt like we were showing our legs a bit, though. And I, I guess... oh, D- Danny Preston, especially. I thought he got knackered. So, who are our left backs apart from Danny Preston? Doesn't Hend- can Hendry play on the left? Starbuck. 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 Can't we just get another lone player? Oh, like, right, time, that... aren't we? Is there not enough that we can get? Can't we get one in as an emergency loan? You can only play five of them anyway. We've got seven as it is. Yeah, well, let's Tom, just get it's a good job. It's a good job we've got two squads for a Tuesday and a Saturday, Tom, so then we can rotate them around. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> well, like yeah, my exactly. five side team. <laughs> well, well, Scott, while we've got you for the for the moment, I mean, if you need to go, go. But um, how was, um, what were your thoughts? Let's go on to cheerier things. Obviously, we won 3 2 at Orient. A nice little rally. How did it? How did you feel about that game and and what was different? A very good commentary, by the way. Got to say that first and foremost. Interviewing. Yeah, you you better. and Grits were superb. Thanks. I I have actually texted uh, uh, Grits. Uh, we're on first name terms now with him. He's, uh, he's an absolute. I tell you what, he's an absolute top lad, and I bet he's great to have a beer with as well. I bet uh, he's absolute sound. Um, the Orient game was. Um, yeah, I mean. It, it, Deserved the point, probably. I hope someone's hit loud. <laughs> <laughs> Got lucky at the end. 
uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was, I mean, it was my first experience of COVID football as well. Um, so it wasn't quite the same without the crowd, but the fluidity with the, with the midfield, I think someone mentioned it earlier about the midfield tonight was lacking from, from what we had on Saturday. And it, it's true, George Williams offered a hell of a lot, I think, Saturday, and, um, I'm not sure Morton was as, was, uh, was as effective as he was on Saturday night. Um, uh, yeah, I, I did really enjoy it Saturday, and I thought, right, this is it, we're going places, but obviously tonight's a bit of a step back. Um, I mean, it, I don't know. Harrogate are a good team, I will say that. Harrogate are good. They're annoyingly good as well. They feel just like every very good team we met in the conference. They were Dover and Braintree, and um, who else did we always get? get schooled by boring wood or someone like that just rigid yeah and they've got players that have been with them years as well and they they i think they had a player short tonight on the bench as well so they didn't even have a full squad they could have had one of our lone players i think probably contributed to their like exuberance at the end is because they've just been a team that can play a we we could play about three different sides you know in, in a week and I think it's a little old Harrogate, you know, quite a small squad. And they've kind of defied the odds again, not for the first time this season, to beat, you know, Grimsby. And, um, I think, that, you know, that's a big result for them. It, be, felt a, it felt a very different team, though, from the one they brought in the trophy. I, I don't, th- I can't, I didn't look up to see if there was many changes. But we, it felt sort of a lot more of a fluid game on the, in the trophy game. There was a lot more back and forth, very entertaining. Um, but we were just absolutely schooled tonight. The shithousery aside, we, we didn't get anywhere near it. No, we were we were a yard behind the ball the whole game, really, weren't we? Um, especially in midfield. I think I think Scott raises a good point. I, like Williams was absolutely brilliant at Orion. I think he was massively missed. And the 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 sort of ten minute spell towards the end where I thought we looked a little bit better when Hanson was on the pitch, but also coincided with Tilly going into centre midfield. And we just had, had someone that was able to take the ball of it forward from the middle of the park, which we just didn't have for the rest of the game. And that's what Williams gave us on Saturday. Tom, I was, I've been impressed with Tilly recently. So I was worried about him to, when he joined in January, if I remember rightly, that maybe he wasn't, he, he, he was just maybe a signing for the future, but it's certainly come to it now. He's been, he's been pretty good, hasn't he? Did he join in January? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I think he's been good since the beginning of the season. He's definitely been one of our brighter um, attacking out- outlets. Uh, and again, like I think tonight, yeah, quite a few of the positive things we did came through him. Certainly against Cheltenham, it was him and uh, Edwards, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I just think tonight we weren't at the races. And, that you know... If if they are going down that route of playing, you know, one squad on a Saturday, one squad on a on a Tuesday, that's that's only their second game together, or first game together. And, so, oh yeah, second Before... game together. So like, uh, you know, it's not going to happen overnight, is it? But no. it's it's it it's a game. You know, it's a strategy, isn't it? And I think it it's possibly a good coping strategy. The, the nucleus. Of both teams is still there. We still have six players starting. The defense is very much there, isn't it? Like, you know, and then we, you've got Clifton. Well, the core of the yeah. side is really like Maka in the middle, um, 
Waterfall Pollock. The back. Yeah, Waterfall Pollock, Hendry, Clifton. Clifton in the middle. And then it's really just sort of the front line that's getting rotated. It was Spokes's first appearance for us, I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah first, first league. That was, his, first league. that was his league debut, yeah. So, uh, you know. And it's not, a, it's not a small jump either. It was Taunton Town, wasn't it? So it's a, it's yeah. a big old jump up. Um, yeah. I did have to laugh at that, you know, that big chance we had at the end where it flashed across the front of their goal. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have to laugh at Crofty's comment uh, afterwards, which was when they were talking about the incident, Crofty went, we were all quite astonished at the quality of that ball. <laughs> 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 he, was, he was reliving his A-days then for a moment, wasn't he? Um, I want to talk about Owen Windsor as well because he had a brilliant game at Orient and after he got he got absolutely walloped at, at, at Orient as well into the concrete bar I thought he dislocated his shoulder I think you did as well didn't you Emery? Yeah like the way he was down on the floor um, and the way that he fell I just my immediate thought was oh he's dislocated that and the way Dave was just sort of picking his arm up and dropping it I was like I assumed he's definitely dislocated it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then he came came back and had a stormer yeah, what did you think of him, Scott? I don't so think tonight. <laughs> you are sorry? In the stands, he was sat in the stands with me tonight. He was, yeah. Did he have a? Did he have a? <laughs> did, he, did he have a sling on? <laughs> no, he looked, that's the thing. He looked absolutely fine. So, I mean, he, he must have ended that game with a lot of confidence Saturday. So, and then to be not in the squad the following Tuesday, I don't know. Is that is that going to make his head drop a little bit? I'm well, surprised maybe, he wasn't on the bench. Yeah, I'd have had I'd have had him over Gomez, like not just because we saw how he played, but just if you've got that guy coming off the bench for twenty minutes, why not be someone who's absolutely, you know? I thought Gomez was quite positive when he came on. Oh, I mean, he had he had one of our few shots on goal from an hour angle. Um, I thought he started a bit ropey with a few bad touches, but then like after about ten minutes, he he linked up with Preston a bit better towards the end. I thought on the left. I mean, our best, our best sort of um, actual attack in play came down the left. All right, it was only a couple of attacks, but where we actually strung like more than two passes together and, and got the ball in the box, it came down the left when Gomi had come on. Yeah, I would, I'd agree with Tom on that. Do we have do we have any worries about Awara Edwards as well? Obviously, he went off quite innocuously for something, but. Scott, did you see him hobbling around after? He obviously, I mean, he had like a whole yeah, eight or five yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, he, he joined the lads to watch PSG, uh, Man United. Um, the, the main and, event. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, we, we joke, but I remember... Like, when... Yeah, sorry. No, go on, Alex. No, I just we joke about it, but all I remember is when I used to sit in the lower Findus with Henry. If there was a Champions League game on, the amount of people in the lower Findus that would just turn around and look through at the corporate boxes. <laughs> in the corporate I, I'm, box. watching, I'm watching the telly on there instead. <laughs> Couldn't afford Sky, so we went to the BP to watch it through the box. Yeah, exactly. It's better than 50, it's only it's only eleven quid on a concession. Better than fifteen quid PPV. <laughs> but what were you saying, Scott? Oh, I was just going to say, I saw Edwards, he just had an ice pack on his leg. I don't know, he wasn't hobbling or anything much, but, um, I mean, obviously after, what, it wasn't even 10 minutes that he went off, so, and the thing is, he was, he's, he's relying on his pace and everything, so, if, you know, if you worry if it's his hamstring or anything like that, then, you know, that's his, one of his main assets, he's buggered, really. 
Yeah, absolutely. Scunny lost, just so everyone's aware. I don't know if Scunny in the bottom too. Just going to put that out there. Yeah, just put that out there. Things not looking so rosy over at this the the baked bean tin. Sandsview baked bean tin. The Sandsview baked bean tin, and then Carlisle on Saturday. Do we have any thoughts on that? I don't even know where Carlisle are. They're fifth. So yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm at the point of this season and COVID where I don't have a clue about any of the teams. So uh, I'm I know. Have no insight. Well, I say no. I've done some research. Good man. So Carlisle have played seven, won four, drawn one, lost two, scored eight, conceded seven, and their current. Uh, sequence uh, of games is starting with the most recent one drawn, won three, lost, and then won. So they've won four out of the last the last six. We've uh, we've we've got their fifth. We've got quite a <laughs> yeah. We've got quite. A, the, the thing is, is like we go on the league table now. And go, oh, we've played quite a few at the top, but the, probably because they've taken the points off us. But um, you, we've played. We've obviously played Cheltenham, Harrogate. Now we'll play Carlisle as two. Play Morecambe in the League Cup if that counts. Uh, we've obviously played Salford and uh, we've got Forest Green coming up on the Tuesday night as well and uh, Walsall in the top 10. So, I mean, aside from Bolton and that's it, I think, we haven't played anyone beneath us. Quite a, quite a yeah, tough it's start. Been a, it's, been a, it's been a fairly tough start, yeah, I'd agree. A lot of travelling last week as well. So, I mean, yeah, they did huge. tremendous did tremendous to get seven points from that. Yeah, absolutely. Just to, uh, also, lads, just, just to prove that not everything goes my way. Uh, the M180 is closed, so I'm having to drive through Scunthorpe. So, I mean, you know, why do they, I mean the M180 looks closed anyway? Is there any need to ever close the thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Just don't, don't, don't stop, Scott. Just don't stop. Are you having to drive back down to London tonight, then, Scott? Uh, no, no, so I'm driving back to Castleford now. Oh yeah, okay, fine. That's not too bad. You should have uh, just skipped up on the M62. Well, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm trying to do. Oh, you poor man. Oh, well. Well, th- that's karma. for Some karmic retribution for being able to get into the game and watching the masterpiece that is Groomsby Town v Harrogate. <laughs> How the hell we lose to a train station spring water, I'll never know. But there to we a go. tea shop. <laughs> to a tea shop. <laughs> um, before we go, gents, is there anything else you'd like to add? I'll go through some of the tweets while you're talking. I'll just have a look. I think because we're in Twitter jail, we haven't had any. Oh no, we're oh, out. I've had a couple. I've had a Good couple. man. We're out of Twitter uh, jail. <laughs> go call Matt that Cheltenham fan some nasty word to get out. I'm going to go find him. <laughs> Matt Woods asked us to dwell more on the, the recent wins um, rather than tonight. Um, oh, quite, wow. Quite we're a, a, bit sl- have, um, <laughs> a bit late. Yeah, have, have liked that. And then California Mariner said, could we have a whole section on Honest John's injecting kids with COVID idea, which we did touch on, to be fair. And what do we think? Good Scott idea, wants a job idea. when <laughs> JT retires. He can't. He can't. Has John asked <laughs> Day to explore it further? And uh, Mike McMahon said, uh, can we ignore tonight's game as well? Just one of them nights definitely, definitely looked leggy, which um, a few people have sort of aired those um opinions which i think is fair but I, I will make one final point which is discipline our discipline has been shocking for seasons now we give away far too many stupid fouls and i think we got four or five bookings tonight in the end it was at least it was at least five i think 
and that'll bite us in the bum later. I'll tell you something. The Harrogate advertiser are getting a bit uh, angy. Oh, uh, they, they put an Aggie tweet out in the first half, didn't they? Ian Holloway showing his class by berating numerous members of the Harrogate playing and coaching staff. The wheel seems to be very angry. Uh, 2-1 was the thing at the end. Is, are they your next target, Alex? No. <laughs> I feel sorry. Advertiser. If you're a club and you don't have a Twitter hashtag, I feel a little bit sorry for you. Oh dear. That's where we go in social media. Uh, there's loads of that, was it? A very subdued Holloway after the game as he talks about the worst day of his life following the death of a close friend. Oh, okay. Uh, that's not great. Thanks, thanks, Ian. Um, actually, no, he was talking about that a couple of weeks ago, wasn't he? He was talking about a friend that Tony Pulis went to the thingy, went to the... Went to Gordon, the... Uh, Gordon Bennett. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is a made-up person. And you've just made it up after the saying. Um, who, who else is there? Oh, and, and then the minute silence today was for Keith Joblin, wasn't it? I believe. Yeah, no announcement in the stadium whatsoever. So the referee just blew a whistle and then there was a minute silence and no one knew. You, no, you one, have, no one knew because it was the first home game since he died. You would, have, you would have loved the awkward moment where Matt Dean passed over to John Tonda and obviously it's middle of the mid of the silence and nothing was said for a good 35 seconds. I was expecting like the BBC sort of emergency tape to kick in. If they have one. <laughs> well, here's a, here's a, yeah, here's a, here's a tiny story from uh, the old, when Compass FM used to do it. Cause I, I used to do it on the, on the old Compass FM days. Um, no uh, when they had the uh, exclusive radio grind. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and once, and once, and once there was a minute silence at an away game, and we didn't know what the protocol was, um, so <laughs> we had to turn the micro microphones right up to like eleven as a Spinal Tap reference bit, and then uh, and put um, and scratch our uh, coats with the microphone, so okay. it would make us a bit of a noise, so the emergency table and kick in. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! The, the glamour um, of radio. Yeah, Glamour of Compass FM, uh, following the Mariners home and away. So that apparently there's been, an, there's been an incident where it's incorrectly given John Louise Akpa Akpro the goal for Lazio against Borussia Dortmund on some apps. And I'm not really sure why. But it's nice to see that he's doing well for himself, even though he can't hit a barn door or our place. Um, mostly everyone's talking about just being sort of short of, 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 of experience today. Certainly showed. But Carlisle Tuesday uh, on Saturday... Game's coming thick and fast. Quick chance to redeem ourselves. Any AOB before we move on, gentlemen, and go to bed? Uh, I, I thought it was nice that the Trust have tried to do some things, like with the cardboard cutouts. And um, obviously, they're trying somewhat controversially to put games on in the, in the Trust bar. Um, whether you agree with it or not, I, I think it's good that they are trying different things. Um, I think so. It's also speaking on that, Tom, because you've just reminded me. I apologise. We nearly finished. The club obviously is still doing the the program, and I'm I'm quite lucky as as well as you are to sort of be in a little group trying to get some articles together for it. It's um it's really dependent on the people downloading it. Obviously, it was free tonight, so hopefully everybody yeah, downloaded it. I noticed it was free tonight, and I I had a read of it. It was it was really good, and um, one of the features that I really liked from it was you know the pages in the program normally where it's like previous games or whatever and there's like photos and like stats page like 
they had them in for the previous games, but there was a link and you could click to see the highlights from that game, which I thought was really, really neat. I love that. It's great. It's I only... thought that was really good. <laughs> I, I like it a lot. It's only two, it's, I think it's what, only two quid, Tom? So, I mean, it's worth anyone's money. If you're looking at trying to give the, ca- the club a bit more cash, when, they, when you do charge for it, get it and download it and have a read because it makes you feel a little bit more in, engrossed in the game. Um, and I think there's going to be something they're trying to look at maybe giving it to season ticket holders at either a discounted rate or free or whatever. Um, so anything that those poor guys who have spent 300 quid on already can get, get some, get some cash back while they wait to get a seat. Um, did anybody get a, um, did anybody get a fans cut out? How much are they? 25 quid. I only noticed it to be honest with you, like yesterday when, uh, Scott, uh, our niece was, uh, tweeting about his, um, should we get one of the bloke that got us uh, Twitter jailed for a week? No, we should get one of the DN35 logo. You're just a massive one. Do you think Christine will let it through? I think she's the one that's overseeing them. If we slip her a fiver, do you think she'll let it in? We get three together and just make a massive collage. <laughs> that's what we should do. Right, get behind, a... right behind the goal in the pony. <laughs> yeah. Please, please download and subscribe. Yeah. yeah. Leave a review or whatever it is. I don't think we know the algorithms. I mean, we're only, this is, this is the first time I think we've done a week by week podcast in forever. Yeah. So I'm and really We've had impressed. a record 25 downloads. So we're doing really well. 10,000 I will have you, Mr. Sergeant. We are doing pretty, po- as, as we've obviously cornered the market for League Four coastal clubs. Um, so, so in your face, whoever else is on the coast, Morecambe. Um, but um, yeah, it's 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 nice that the club are trying different things. Go download the program, have a read through it. It's really appreciated. And if you've got any articles or any ideas what you can add to it, I mean, send them into Super Clive because um, anything is welcome. I think as long as it's you know not rude stuff. Yeah, I'm surprised you're allowed to write for it, Alex. Uh, yeah, it's heavily edited. I think the last article I put in it, I did have a mention of the lace bee arms in it, so I think that got taken out, redacted. <laughs> uh, but thank you very much, gents. Thank you, Scott, for joining us on your trip to Castleford. We hope it's a safe no journey. Um, obviously, it is karmic retribution for allowing Ian Holloway to talk about injecting innocent children with uh, a deadly disease. Uh, but <laughs> at least you're not holding the needle. Uh, that's our owner's job. Um, and, and there we go. <laughs> we go again, boys. We go, we go again. We go again. Tough luck, lads. You know, we go again. I can't think of anything else. Bounce back ability. That was his word, wasn't it? No, that was um, Ian... Um, Holloway. No. Dowie. Ian Dowie. Ian Dowie, Oh, was yes. it? Ah, they're the same. Uh, good. Okay. All right, then. Thank you very much, gents. We'll speak to you all soon. Have a, Be safe uh, and see you later. Bye. <laughs>
No, we're not. But we're not. We're not ignoring the game because when we lose, we've got shit to talk about. We'll start on that one, and then we'll do the other one. Yeah, we only we only podcast when we lose. <laughs> <laughs> so can I whinge? <laughs> it's cathartic. <laughs>